morning show. 50% righteousness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50% righteousness. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, DJ MB. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. All right. Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes, listen, I want to give some updates from yesterday, okay? What happened? Okay. Number one, when we did this segment about blocking people, I thought the the, the the young man was talking about Tokyo Tony, Black China's mama, for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, he was Tokyo talking about Jets. Tokyo Jets. Okay, so drop one of clues bombs for Tokyo Jets. She's dope from Grand Hustle. She I saw me- she was very confused why I, you would I, say that. I was confused once I realized that he wasn't talking about Black China's mama, okay? But she put out a project yesterday called 90s Baby, so salute to the homie Tokyo Jets. Jets that's my partner. But, but Tokyo Tony just got hit by a car yesterday. Oh, Lord. She did. Have mercy. Okay. Yeah, because when you said it, I was like, what are you talking about? You was like, she's not a celebrity. All right. She had the wrong person just in leave mind. all the Tokyos alone. Yeah, okay. All right. You, you just have to be a mood killer. Right, just, she got hit by a car, but she's still not a celebrity. She's Let's posting be herself in, um, in Sun's shade room. Oh, Tokyo Tony? Yeah. You got to do what you got to do when you're trying to get become a celebrity. So she got hit by a car. She got to make the most of that situation. Also, Amy Schumer unblocked me on Twitter. Oh, she finally oh, she did. did? Yes, she did. She you unblocked very, me on Twitter. Very excited about and, that. And she hit me up yesterday. Just to be like, she don't know why she had me blocked. I'm sure she her, knows why. She her, she said her assist, assistant runs her Twitter. Because it didn't make no sense because she followed me on Instagram. But she had me blocked but on Twitter. But you used to say how she's not funny. I definitely said one of her stand-up specials weren't funny. And? That's probably why I was thinking. If you want to know. You think people get upset over stuff yes, like that still? That's yes, her career yes. and her livelihood. Music, I, I, I guess. I guess. Artists, that's like if Sean... somebody told Envy he was a whack DJ. You think he's going to follow them? He's been hearing that for 20 years. It hasn't stopped him yet. <laughs> I, I, I actually haven't. Uh, and Ashanti, blo- I spoke to Ashanti yesterday. She says she reblocked you because she she really doesn't like you. She did not reblock me. I am not blocked from Ashanti. Check, check that. Check. Well, I checked yesterday. Yesterday, I had a very, very eventful day. I went to go see Tiana Taylor perform. How she's, was that? She's incredible. Uh, Danny Lay is the artist that was opening up for her. She's also on Def Jam. She did a great job also. And then I went to go see LMA perform. I was all over the place yesterday. Oh, you was going to see all the little fly, fresh R&B singers, huh? Yes. I was supporting all the ladies out last night. I realized I've been, I'm not the biggest concert person, but I went to On the Run over the weekend. And then mm-hmm. I went to go see Tiana Taylor. I saw Danny Lay. And then I went to go see Ella May. I've been very active these past A few days. A lot going on with yeah, you. I just, I, right. I just don't like people that much. <laughs> we know. That's too much. That's way too much socializing. But it's nothing like seeing somebody perform live. To really see the energy. That's true. That's like, why I watch. Tiana Taylor is incredible. I know. I be seeing it on Instagram. She be going <laughs> crazy. Drop you saw the other day where her Tiana wig Taylor. came off and she just held it in her hand and kept she it kept going. going. And I got a chance Taylor? to see Junie last night. I never seen Tiana Taylor and Iman's daughter in person. No, oh, okay. Super cute. Oh. And uh, Lala was there. Okay. And Poe. Okay. Johnson. Everybody was out and about. I had a good night. You know I love Tiana Taylor. She's a superstar to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about this morning. Uh, Latham Thomas will be joining us this morning. Glow Maven. Yes. Explain to, explain to the people She's who that doula, is. She's a doula, so she actually helped deliver uh, Khaled, his baby, 
and his wife, Nicole, and also uh, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys, baby. Uh, she has books out where she talks about your glow. And, uh, now, explain the doula glow. thing. So you don't go to the hospital with a doula, or you still do, do go to the hospital? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, I be- Well, uh, first not- of all, if you do go to the hospital, you can bring a doula uh. with you. And sometimes with uh. the doula, what they do is there's a lot of things that are unnecessary that they might tell you you need to do. And they kind of push back against those things to have somebody there to s- just speak for you and try to have the whole... Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure what a doula is, but that's why we have her coming in this morning so she can tell you what a doula is. Mm-hmm. But I do know that okay. this conversation is uh, very timely for me, being that uh, my wife is expecting our third child next month. And, um, I could deliver. I could deliver up. if you need me to. I did The delivery is the thing, though. See, I'm, she's scheduled to have a C-section, but I don't want them cutting open my baby again. Okay? Because we had a C-section with the second one. So, right, mm. so a doula would be the type of person who would be there to make sure that it, if that doesn't have to happen, unless it's, like, absolutely necessary, they'll mm-hmm. try to make sure it doesn't have to happen. That's what doctors will tell you, that it has to, you have to have a C-section you, if you've had you, one before. Or they tell you you have to have an epidural. they tell you a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to speak to DJ Self in a little bit. DJ Self got into a... Uh, what do you want to call it? A, a, a spat? A spat? What do they call spat? it? What's a spat? I missed all yeah, that. An argument back was, and forth with uh, Nicki Minaj like I, yesterday, I last was, night. I was busy on social media trying to talk about mental health because of Taraji P. Henson's new foundation and because of my new book, and then I saw all of, all of that smoke. I didn't. I, it was too late, though. And so you got to put yeah. me up on game. It was too late. I didn't want to go yeah, to bed with that on my spirit. I was out and about. I came home, and this morning yeah, I see was, all kinds of hell broke loose. Mm. There's a lot. Nicki Minaj and DJ Self are going back and forth with each other. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. But front page news, what we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about yet another taping. Amarosa taped another call with oh, Donald God. Trump. So you can imagine she has a lot of tapes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I should right. tape we'll what goes into- on up here behind the scenes. We'll get into all that when we come <laughs> back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Aretha Franklin. What's going on with Aretha Yee? Yeah, here's an update. Yesterday we told you that she was at a hospital in Detroit and she was gravely ill. Well, now they are saying she's in hospice care at her home. That's what sources close to Aretha Franklin are saying. Um, She was the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 1987. That was a year before the Beatles were inducted. And in uh, 1994, at age 52, she was the youngest at that time to receive a Kennedy Center honor. So... Uh, we are praying for Aretha Franklin. 44 Grammy mm-hmm. nominations, 18 wins. Wow. Yes. That's a good thing for her to be at home, right? In the hospice? Instead of in the hospital? I am not um, sure, but I not think her family is just surrounding okay. her. She's just more comfortable that way. Yeah, just more comfortable you. at home. Mm-hmm. All right, what now. What else are talking about you? Let's talk about Amarosa. We told you yesterday about the White House Chief, Chief of Staff, John Kelly. She was on, um, Amarosa was on Meet the Press, and she played the audio of John Kelly firing her. Here's a recap. I think it's important to understand that if we make this a friendly departure, um, we can all be, you know, you can look at look at your time here in, in uh, the White House as a year of service to the nation, uh, and then you can go on without any type of uh, difficulty in the future relative to your reputation. Well, now she has a phone call that she recorded with Donald Trump, and this is the day after she was fired. Here's None that of this recording. is illegal? Hold on, it might be. Here's this recording which aired on NBC's Today. Amarosa, um, what's going on? I just saw on the news that you're thinking about leaving. What happened? General Kelly, General Kelly came to me and said that you guys wanted me to leave. No, I, I, nobody even told me about it. Nobody, wow. You know, they run a big operation, but I didn't know it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn it. I don't love you leaving at all. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. 
He could have pardoned that firing. He's the president. He I, 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 I am jealous of Amarosa's book promo. Oh, my god! I am jealous of Amarosa's book promo because this all this is is book promo. Not to mention 10 to 12 years ago, this would have been a great storyline for Celebrity Apprentice. You but how did he try you, to act like he had no idea that this happened? And then he said, damn funny. it, he sounded so phony. You do realize 12 years ago, these were the two stars of Celebrity Apprentice, right? <laughs> is anybody yes. paying attention to this? America is really the greatest country in the world because we can. you can really be anything you want to be in. America. But the indication for this now is they're wondering what other tapes are there that exist? Are there other staff members who actually recorded things without the knowledge? They have this whole thing where you're not allowed to bring even your phone in when you have these meetings in the White House, and it's an honor system. So they don't check you, but they assume that you're not bringing any of these devices in with you. So I don't know if that would change moving forward, but Omarosa has more tapes, and who knows who else has some tapes. Omarosa is an opportunist. Her loyalty lies with whoever is providing her opportunity at the time, because there's so much old video of her lying for Donald Trump and saying Donald Trump has never said the N-word. That's not true. He's not racist. But now that she's not in the White House no more, he's all of those things. She's truly only loyal to herself, and she's out here promoting the hell out of her book. And I can't, I can't wait to see where her book <laughs> falls on the New York Times bestsellers list, because her <laughs> book <laughs> promo is incredible. Now, uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, Wacky Omarosa, who got fired three Three times on The Apprentice, now got fired for the last time. She never made it, never will. She begged me for a job. Tears in her eyes. I said, okay. People in the White House hated her. She was vicious, but not smart. I would really see her, but he heard really bad things. Nasty to people and would constantly miss meetings and work. Amarosa is the only black woman in America that other black people will not come to the defense for when a white man is slandering her. <laughs> is she the only one? The only black woman in America. Stacey Dash. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. When you're right, you're right, Envy. Omarosa and Stacey Dash. You're right. There Only you black women in America that nobody will come to the defense for. No other black people when they're getting slandered by a white man. My All right. Goodness. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. If you need to, uh, maybe you're pissed off, you had a bad night. Or if you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Either or. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? My name is Miles. Miles, Hello, Miles. what's up, man? Get it off your how chest. How are you, sir? How you doing? I just wanted to bring some light to a situation, a Daniel Clary situation. I don't know if y'all know about it. In school, us. It was a, a young black man in Pennsylvania who had a, a I guess he, he got into a shootout with the state police. No, nah, I'm not familiar. Uh-uh. Well, that's that's my little that's my girlfriend's little brother, and uh, the situation isn't right. So I'm trying to get as much exposure as possible. Try to get some activists and some lawyers. Can you tell us his name so point. we can search the story? Daniel Clary. Daniel Clary. D a n i e l c l a r y. Is he alive? Yes, he's alive. He was shot four times. He, uh, he ended up returning fire to the, to the state troopers. Oh, okay. And, That's the know, situation where they made him take a sobriety test and wrestled him yes, to the floor. He got yes. up. Okay. okay. The dash cam footage. The dash cam footage. That was thrown out in trial because, you know, they do a parts per billion, uh, and that didn't meet the criteria. So they that, that was that was in, in, uh, inaccessible. Okay. Did he shoot the police officers? Did the police officers get shot? Because he fired like five, six, seven rounds. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if anybody got shot. One um one state trooper was was uh was hit. He was put in critical condition. Um, the other state trooper, he, he's alive. He's well, but uh, it's it's a lot of funny play with it with this right now. So we're trying to get as much exposure and try to try to do something for a little man because he 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 don't deserve this. 
How old was he? He's 22. So he has a lot of life left. Oh, it's 22 years old. Okay. We right, on it, my brother. We're going, we're going to dig into it, sir. Hello, who's this? This is Dominique. Hey, Dominique. Get it off your chest, Dominique, mama. why you sound so angry this morning? I'm happy this morning, though. For real. I got my favorite job. I sit down all day. <laughs> I had a long week yesterday. I hated my job last week yesterday. I'm happy. So, wait, wait. You sit down all day at work? What do you do? Um, Just make parts. Okay. You make what? I just make parts. Oh, oh, make parts. Parts. Yes. Oh, got you. Yes. That sounds like a good job. It sounds like a nice, high-paying job. Mm-hmm. It is, and I get to sit down in the air all day with my feet up, and don't <laughs> nobody be over my back. You living your best life. Everybody. You there living you your best life. Best life. Yes, say that. All right, baby. Well, thank you, Mama. I love when people act like living your best life is a Bible scripture. You living your best life. Say that. Preach. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is Chris. Who's this? It's your daddy. Chris, get it off your chest, Chris. I don't really got anything to get off my chest, man. I just woke up and I saw you on Twitter, so I figured I'd call because I got nothing else. Nah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. We don't got time for it, okay? There's people who got things they want to get off their chest. Next caller. Hello. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Angela. Hey, Angela. Hey, Angela. Get it Hi, off your guys. chest, mama. Charlamagne, hey. I think you are the bomb. Thank You're you, baby. Forward. You don't care what anybody thinks. You got your act together. People don't like that. When you tell the truth, they don't like to hear the truth. Well, thank My you, mama baby. always told me the truth hurts. So I just thought I had to say that. And hi, everyone else. Love you guys. Love you back. Hello, who's this? This is Ashia from uh, Once Upon a Paul. Call from Once okay. Upon a Time. Once Upon a Paul. I am Madison Charlemagne. Hi, uh, ye. Hi, Angie. What up? Good Madison morning. That's a very long line. The line to love me is much shorter. I love you, Charlemagne, but I'm mad at you. I met you in Chicago back in January. I gave you and I gave um, a couple with your team my pen for it's a once upon a time and my business card. And I called up here. I got put on hold to receive you guys' address so I can sing y'all some stuff, and I got hung up on. What? Wow, Why would Envy hang up on That's you? That's Envy that hangs I'm up. I'm so sick of Envy hanging up on you, mama. not hang up on it's what probably, do you need, baby? Pro- you want me to get your address? Voice? You, want, you, want, you want the address to send us some stuff? Yes. And right. I told you about my organization, Charlamagne, and you ain't never post my stuff on your page. Mm-hmm. That's so foul. Oh, page. my goodness. I don't even know what so the organization foul. is. What's the organization, boo? She just told you. No, she, she just didn't. told you. It's called Once Upon a Paul. She said it like 10 so times. Yeah, but what is that? What does that do? What does that do? It's What's a the foundation out in Chicago. We have two programs. I have a um, really like well known for our mobile pet pantry. So I go out around the Chicago area and you know pet um, food to families in need. Oh, that's dope. See, you don't even realize that you just got a shout out to 80 plus markets. You know what I'm saying? That would cost a lot of money if you had to run that through the sales department. But, but, but you, you just still got that for free her. on the breakfast And you club. still ain't retweet her. You and see how she the love you goes? Stuff? You are so foul, Charlamagne. He's so mean, mama. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put you on hold. To, I'm gonna put you on hold till 7:30, and then I'm gonna give you the address to mail some stuff to us. Okay. My goodness. Hold on, Mama. We'll hold get on you till 7:30. Hold on one second. 
No, somebody, somebody go give her the address right now, please. Hello, who's this? What's going on? What's going on, Envy? Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning. What's up, brother? Yo, you, you guys were just talking about how um, the two worst black women in America were Stacey Dash and... Um, and Omarosa. No, we, we didn't say two words. We, we didn't, didn't say, say two words. We, we just said they're the only black women in America that no other black people will come to the defense of when they're getting slandered by a white man. Oh, okay. Oh, I wanted to throw Raven Simone in there, too. Who? Raven Simone, he said. Raven Simone. Nah, Raven Simone nah. ain't Omarosa, Stacey Dashler. Yeah, not at all. But thanks for calling, man. <laughs> All right, man. Have get, a good day. Sir. All right, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. D, we got rumors on the way? I mean, should we get right into Nicki Minaj this morning since this just is, was happening? You got Why dreams? Not? You got dreams of being with Nicki Minaj? Should we get right into it? You said you want to get right into her. Sure. sure. We'll start off with Nicki Minaj then. Let's do it. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wait, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Nice we are the Breakfast what? Club. What's wrong with you, Charlemagne? I don't know. I've been asking myself that for at least 25 years now. At least. Mm. All right. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Nicki Minaj sat down with DJ Clue yesterday, and she talked about her album. Now, as you all know, the song uh, Barbie Dreams was making the rounds with her discussing different people. Check it out. Drake worth the hundred million, always buying me. But I don't know the f- red, though, if he crying it. Meek still be in my DMs, I be having to duck them. I used to pray for times like this. Faith when I f- Man, Uzi is my baby, he ain't taking the L. But he took it literally when I said go to hell. Used to f- young thug, I ain't addressing this. Who caught him in my dressing room, still in dresses. I used to get this with a list of testers and How you want the f- can't say your S's and all right, well, that's just a recap for you. Well, here's what she had to say to Clue about the guys that she name dropped. That's not a diss record at all. Can, can, Should can be we... mad if they wasn't acknowledged in that song. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear my shout-out. Who thought that that was a diss record? There was people out there that really thought that that was a diss no. record. No. Nobody thought that was a diss record. Cal- and people Cal- were mad when, when Biggie shouted them out. Like... There were people mad were, when, when Biggie uh, did that. I mean, that yeah, but Biggie would said said things like he'd rather have sex with RuPaul than those ugly ass escape girls. So yeah, yeah I, I can be, see a couple of people being. Tight. I can see if I was the members of Escape, I'd be very upset over that. Yeah, line. I'd be mad too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, she just had to clarify that. I was waiting for her to mention Nas on that record, but that didn't happen. All right. Well, she also talked about a new boyfriend that she has. I mean, I be seeing all the, you know, on your IG, I be seeing all the, you know, the Chanel bags and the gifts and the mm-hmm. flowers. So I'm like, hmm. New boy did get me those Chanel bags. Who? New boy. Ooh, who's new boy? I just think that no, nobody needs to know about who I'm dating anymore because in the beginning of my career, I was, like, so tight-lipped about who I was dating and everything was just better off like that. The minute you start talking about that, that overshadows everything else, you know? I just decided, you know what? No more public stuff. 
I don't right. care about Safari all that, got man. A shout out. What's up with all this smoke with self? I don't care about all that other stuff. What's up with the smoke? All right, you want to get right into that? I missed that? all the smoke yes. last night. I was too busy on social media uh, talking listen, about mental health. I'm trying health. to catch up on we what can happened. Explain. But what Nick, happened? Nicki Minaj took to social media and started talking about DJ Self. She said he's mad because I refused to give him a drop or a hug. He was just up there dissing the bitch, thinking that would make me f with him. LMAO, jokes on you once again, dummy. Passed up on your meal ticket. Now you get crumbs from her table. You are a reality TV hoe. Used to be a respected Damn. DJ. Who then, sells meal ticket? Who, who, Cardi? Uh, yeah, I think that's what she was talking about. Mm. And then she said, wear my hug, face, ass, and we're dissing another female rapper won't make me like you. You hold no weight in this city, and we're look at your roster. I did Clue Show, and he was up there looking like a sad kid, asking for a drop, trying to get a hug. What's good, my G? Can I get a drop? I won't give you a drop. You're not a <laughs> DJ, ho. Don't, don't, I got PTSD. Don't do that to me. <laughs> right. Now, it goes on. She goes on to say, while you wait till I leave, I got some hungry M-words with me, bitch. I'll be back tomorrow. Is that a threat? That's you, a threat. She you just, just threatened dissing her. You will remain bitter and broke looking for scraps at VH1. You love my album and just said how it's the best thing ever. You hoes way too emotional. I'm glad I ain't give ya hoe ass no drop and no hug. Say it to a real yeah. M-word face hoe. Should I tell the people what you told me about her? You would want me to spread that rumor. You're bitter and it shows. Suck D and go get that crummy VH1 check. Tomorrow you can repeat that Damn. to some real ones. Whew, it's a lot see, going I, see, on. I'm, I'm confused. Now, I'm, tell I'm you confused what self, on what happened here. I'll tell Why? you what Self had to say. She, he said, well, there you have it. I never asked for a hug or a drop. Truth is, I said hi. She said hi back. Never knew she had an issue with me, so we only speak when she has a project dropping. So by, by that, I know what my relation is with her. Clue asked her to do a drop. For DJ Self, she declined, which I wasn't in the room. Why was she not? I have no clue, because I'm friends with Safari or Dream Doll. Who knows? I'm just trying to move the culture here in New York. If you're not with that way, please stay away from me. But that's very corny to me to have an issue with a person who you have no relationship with and to beef with me, the reality ho, the same week your album dropped. Now, Self told me that Nicki reacted like that on Twitter because he said Cardi's album was better than Nicki's album. Any truth to that? I have no idea. I didn't that's what hear. Self told me. I refused. Well, I, oh, I spoke to Self, and, and he said that's exactly what happened. He said he's seen it. He said hello. She said hello back, and he didn't know there was an altercation. And he said I after, heard it was a dry ass hello though. Yeah, it was a dry ass hello. And he said after you know he thought you know she did a drop. She didn't do a drop. And when he was on air, they asked him on air whose album is better, Nicki Minaj's and Cardi B's, and he said Cardi B's. And he said allegedly that's when she started wilding out on him on Twitter. I refuse to believe Nicki would react like that because Self said Cardi's album was better than hers. It has to be more than that. Well, Dream Doll posted, I'ma come clean. Karen Civil called Self <laughs> whoa, whoa, on FaceTime whoa, whoa. saying Dream Doll is the reason <laughs> is why the Royal he got Rumble? no drop. Yes. I was sitting right people, there. People just running into the ring. Where'd Dream Doll come and from? And then Karen Civil said, full blown lie. Karen Self jumped in too? Nothing like that was said to him by me. <laughs> Don't use me or my name to fuel any ish. Where was I at last night when this Royal Rumble was happening and all these people were just rushing into the ring? Mariah Lynn jumped was in. What? Mariah Lynn? Mariah came with the mayonnaise colored smoke? And she added Nicki Minaj, what type of ho time are you on? <laughs> Crazy how you disrespecting a man who has helped so many people to advance and elevate their career, but I can't think of one single person that you have. I've heard stories from Safari, but now I see for myself you a real life uh -oh. corny ass bitch. Drop on the clues, mom, for going in entertainment, damn it. Right. Did Safari jump in or no? Going in for like Voltron on that ass. Look, Safari's right. still Safari. crying about that right. song. Yeah, all right. <laughs> going into entertainment artists are not letting their CEO go down without a oh, fight, all man. right? man, this is Dro too much. Drop one of Clues Bombs from Mariah Lynn and Dream Dog. All right, somebody <laughs> from Young Money, it's time to tag in. Lil' Twist, where you at? Oh, stop Where it. you at, Lil' Twist?
All right? Listen, I just don't take any smoke serious whenever people are in promo mode. All right? Nikki got an album out. She's promoting Queen Radio. Well, that's Self, the last thing she Self is she always promoting out. something. Nikki Minaj tweeted, Woo, child, Queen Radio gonna be steamy on Thursday. How we know this ain't all a Mona Scott Young storyline? Everybody just promoting well, each other. Well, she's not on... Love and hip hop. So and neither is self. Self's not on this year. Self not on this year. Oops. So so how he a reality Sorry. holding? Well, former former reality. <laughs> former reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Well, lot, anyway, man. we'll keep you guys. This is a lot. I wake up. This is and a lot. This is what happens. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. This is too much. All right. Well, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about front page news? Oh, let's talk about another man who crashed a plane. We'll tell you about this guy who stole the plane and crashed it into his own house. Somebody else stole the plane? Mm-hmm. Is it that easy to steal a plane? Don't worry about it. Is there a key in the ignition? Can you, do you have to start a plane up like with key hey, ignition? You shut I, your beige ass up and go to commercial. Well, come on. <laughs> All right. Front page news when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. I now let's get some front page. Today what? is Magic Johnson's born day, too. Drop on the clues bombs from Magic Johnson. He's 59 years old today, and he looks wow. healthier than everybody in this room. It's also Halle Berry's mm-hmm. birthday, by the way. And Jackie Harry. Jackie Harry, 62. Nice. All right. All right. Well, let's get some front page news. Now, somebody else stole a plane? 47-year-old Dwayne Yude actually stole the plane. He was just arrested and released on bail for allegedly assaulting his wife. And that's when he went and stole the plane and crashed it into his own home where his wife was staying. Now, fortunately for his wife, she managed to escape. She was in the house and so was a boy at the time of the crash. But his biological children were not in the home at the time of the crash. Before he stole the plane, he told them to leave that house where he later crashed into and told them to go stay at the other house that night, which they did do. So, well, he cares about the kids. Right, he was an experienced pilot. He had access to the jet because he flew for the company that owned it, and he was the only one in the aircraft when it crashed. He died, but his wife and the boy escaped. Well, I think that they need to make a club for uh, airplanes now. You know what I'm saying? Remember what do you mean? To, remember how they used to have the club for the steering wheel for cars? Oh, the club. Clearly, they need to put some type of club on the airplane. But he had access you're so, to the plane because he was allowed to fly it, so he had access to it. It wasn't his plane. It was How you just got access to a plane? He probably is a pilot. Oh, okay. All right. Now, here's something to know. Google tracks you even if you are not putting on your uh, location information. So, Duh. you know, if your location privacy settings are enabled, you want privacy, you don't want them to track your location, they're still tracking you anyway. Duh. So this privacy breach affects over 2 billion user devices. So even if you think you turned off your locations, they still mm-hmm. know where you are. You don't pay attention when you notice or when you leave in the house on your phone and it'll tell you, like, Whatever miles are time to your destination, and you ain't even put it in, mm-hmm. it'll tell you you're going to work or tell you you're going to the gym. That's scary. Yeah, and I always uh, get to work faster than what they tell me on Google when I get in the car. It'll say it takes me 22 minutes, but it really takes me 15 minutes to get to work. Mm. I don't think they have me going the right way. All right, so that is your front page news. All right, now uh, let's talk Big D Energy. All right, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Talk I, about I, I it. I just want to say something to you, man. You know, um, it's three people in this room. Uh, mm-hmm. One's name is DJ Envy. One's name is Charlemagne the God. One's name is Angelie. Angelie is a woman. I think that you know when it came to that topic, you should have probably let Angelie tee that one up, bro. No, Envy well, wants to talk. Envy want to talk about it too. I, I no, 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 no. Issa Rae was here. Ye, tell her now. Let's have no, this conversation. No, no, no. I think you should go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. 
No, we were talking you behind the scenes about Big D energy, and I said I don't get Big D energy from Charlemagne. I don't. I don't get that. Yeah. What's going yeah. on here? Yeah. Where was I at when this conversation happened? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about right now. You was here. We were you talking Big had, D energy. Well, well, okay. You were having a conversation about my penis. I know. Now this is awkward. This guy is crazy. Oh. I'm sensing a small energy from both of you right now. <laughs> this guy is nuts, man. <laughs> yeah, what's up with this dude, man? I don't know, but Issa and I were talking about uh, Big D energy, and we were talking about people who lack that and how you can tell when people actually do have it. Actually, I tweeted about it, and one woman said that she's always been able to predict the size of a man's penis based on that energy. Well, she should have been a she's never man. been wrong. Okay, she's like a meteor. What do you call that? A peneurologist? A peneurologist. <laughs> Well, Issa Rae was here, and this is uh, her talking about it. You know how you just walk and you like, you know, you just walk with a certain confidence. No, you have like. No, no. <laughs> for guys, guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing for women. We could tell the size of your <laughs> by the way that you carry yourself. Really that ain't yeah. true. All right. <laughs> you could tell who don't have that well, I, I, I swagger. Don't, I don't believe in profiling. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I don't like profiling. I don't like racial profiling. I just don't like profiling people. So I don't think that that's a, a thing that women should be doing. It's just a certain, no, kind, of con it's a certain kind of confidence that men have when they know yeah, that. We don't get that aura from you anyway, Charlamagne. But what's the question, Yo, Yee? 800-585-1051. Bro. 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 What is the question, Yee? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell them what your original DJ name you was? You had the question. DJ Shrimp. <laughs> tell them what your original DJ name DJ was. DJ Shrimp in the house. All right. It was it was DJ Shrimp. Is big big D energy a real thing? For uh, the ladies, call us up and let us know. You guys, do y'all think you have it? I'm gonna just be here for this one. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Is big D energy a oh, thing? Ladies, roll, call just, us up. I'm just rolling with right the now. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. I don't know nothing about no BDE. I know TDE. I, 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 okay. Well, what tiny energy? That's no, what you got. Oh, let me tell Top Dog. You said that. You know what I mean? <laughs> J-Rock. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I don't get the, I don't get, you know, never mind. Call us up right now, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, Here Angela Yee was talking about... the same mistake that I just right. told you not to make right. instead of just letting ahead, Angela Yee tee it up. <laughs> Go ahead, Yee. Let me tee it up for you. We're talking about Big D Energy. And exactly what that is, that's basically, um, you know, people that have men who have a certain type of confidence about them because of the size of their manhood. So, Envy, can you recognize BDE? No. I, 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 that's not something that pops up on my radar. Oh, you don't but, have BDE uh, radar? No, no, I, I don't. But in this room, it, it, I, 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 don't, I don't pick it up. It's, I feel, like, small. What do you mean? You feel... <laughs> are you... <laughs> Are you saying that they used to call you uh, DJ Shrimp for a reason? Like you don't have BDE is what you're saying? Now you no, know they... I'm, sa I'm saying when you come around, I don't feel big D energy. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You're right. Uh, I've told y'all many times in this room that right. I have a very average size penis. I'm seven inches Small. and three-fourth. Eight, eight during this season because it's summertime. Tiny. And about three inches of girth. I would call that average. Right? Now, you know it was circulating on social media that your friend Pete Davidson has big D energy. PDD? Yes. I've heard that before. Oh, <laughs> I've definitely heard that before. So bring my, you with a good time. First of all, drop one clues bomb for my guy PDD. You know PDD, that's a, a, a that's real good friend of mine. Um, and you know, I've definitely heard that from quite a few ladies. You know, like, and that's when you know a man. That's when you know a man why has are they BDE. Telling you that? Exactly. Yeah, why are you going that, around talking behind the scenes about your best friend's penis? No, that's when you know a man has BDE because like women will come to me. You know, crying about Pete. No, Pete don't want, don't want to be with me, whatever, whatever. And then that's what they'll say to me. Like, 
He'll talk about how big his penis is. I'm going to tell you how you know you don't have big D energy. If you're messing with a girl and she won't let you come out to her apartment and makes you have sex in the car. That's not true. That means that, <laughs> that happened to you, Charlamagne? That just means... That that, that, just means, that just means that she mean? knows that you, you know, are, are a smut, and she just smutting you out. Sometimes nah, women smut men out, too. That, that just means let's just get this over with. I don't want you energy. to come upstairs. Absolutely. That's all. That just, that, all that means is that she just smutting me out. Sometimes women smut men out, too, and it's okay. I'm fine with nope. that. You saw Insecure the other night when uh, Molly was in the kitchen and dude was giving her kungalingus. And you know he, she tried to he tried to lift her head up and she pushed his head back down like no get back down there and do at what least you she let him do. in the apartment. That's true. That's true. true. <laughs> That's true. That is she true. she felt bad with your little will 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 penis. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the phone line. Right. Did you just hello? Talk to my Who's penis this? Like it was a child. <laughs> wow. Victor <laughs> from Miami. How's everybody doing? Hi, Victor. Hey, I want to explain to you how that big D energy works. Okay, it explain it. What's up with you guys, man? I go, I go, I do not drink. I don't need women to drink. I don't drink myself. But when I pull in that room and women see the dancing of that salsa and merengue in the waistline, they're going to say, this guy has that good energy. Imagine oh. you play that. Cardi B is very important. I like it like that. I like it I like, like it that. like that. Yes, Evangela G standing in there. And then she sees me walking in. Of course, I look fabulous, no? Mm. And then she looks at me and I'm dancing and I'm twisting up and down. She's going to say, oh, I want Victor to hit that G spot. Right, I can tell by the way you trill your eyes. That energy, see. Yes, baby. Okay. And let me explain something to you. It's all about the dancing, mommy. Dancing? You think to yourself, hey, yeah, if you say to yourself, wow, he dances that good, I imagine how he dances with me. Oh, it's, it's not looking good for you guys up here because I see. a lot, though, because I got the rhythm. I got the up and down, you know. I what like does dancing like got to do with the size of your penis? Mm-hmm. Have, a nice dance in Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> Have a nice day. You're hating. Have a nice day. Charlamagne, let's go wepa. Come on, say wepa. Wepa. <laughs> I've seen Emmy's dab, so I, I already know that's not too good. <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> this is Jay. What's Hello, up? Jay. Hey, Jay. Finally a woman to talk about Big D energy on The Breakfast Club this yes, morning. My yes. God. <laughs> so I call it the d- sense. What? The d- sense. Real. It's the d- sense. It's a, real. It's real. Now so, how can, so explain how you can tell to the guys because they're, they're not so, understanding. So lift is important. That's true. I can definitely tell with like a little bit of like their attitude or whatever. But I can also tell how good they are based off of the, like the way they carry themselves and how forceful they are and how like aggressive, not like aggressive, like intimidating, but just like they know how to like approach a woman. Right, well, it's, me, a, it's uh, a confidence uh, 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 that they have. Let me ask you a question. Exactly. Ba- based off uh, based off what you hear of me on the radio, would you say Charlemagne the God has a, uh, huh? No. Charlemagne, let me tell you, I've been listening to you since <laughs> I literally used to watch on MTV on Wendy Williams' show. Mm-hmm. Like I was so upset that I was so Im- like, I was obsessed with your confidence. I was like, who is this guy? So I definitely feel like there was a little bit of a thick d- Mm. But uh, just only a little. Did you let her finish? She said a, a little, little bit. Let her finish. Just a little bit. A little All bit, I heard was a yeah. little bit. No, no, honestly, but I didn't get a lot because I didn't Ooh. see him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Thank little you, bit is the key words here. Thank so, you. Okay. All right. Have a good Thanks day. Thanks for calling. You just, okay, little oh, bit? First of all, <laughs> I would just like to say <laughs> that when you say things like decent, it does sound like you're talking like the penis has a fragrance. It does. It sounds like you're saying penis scent. You know what I'm saying? Okay, little bit. All right. 800-585-1051. Ladies, do you sense big D energy when you're around somebody? 
Or is it just like Charlamagne and he has a little I really wish you would let Angela Yee ask this question, bro. I I don't understand. You know what? I like that me and Envy could predict penis size together. That's right. Y'all do y'all thing, girls. Because it's not like y'all can synchronize periods. So I understand. Shut up. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. And little bit. Charlemagne. I have an average size penis, sir. Okay. Seven inches, three fourth, eight during the summertime. So I'm good right now. Three inches of girth. Now, three inches of those are inside of him. You know, part of your penis is inside you. I know. I've been trying to pull it out for years. I want I want that extra. What's the question? Pull that penis out of you. <laughs> yeah, you asked the question, damn it. Uh, oh, there's a lot going on this morning. All right, we are talking about Big D energy. Can you predict when a man has a rather large penis just by his confidence? Now, I don't want y'all to think that we just pulled this out of thin air. Okay, this came from a Where'd conversation that It's a conversation Easter Ray and Angelie was having last week. Okay, could you play a clip of it, please? You know how you just walk and you like, you know, you just walk with a certain confidence. No. You have like. I don't know. <laughs> for guys, guys, <laughs> it's a real thing for women. We could tell the size of your d- by the way that you carry yourself. Really? That ain't yeah. true. All right. <laughs> yes, and we came to the conclusion that Charlemagne has a wit 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 I don't know why my penis is on your mind, sir. <laughs> but let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Destiny. Hey, Destiny. Hey, Destiny. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. Now, man. your name is Destiny, I'm so small. you have to be able to predict some things. I think I'm a better predictor of little shrimp energy. Ooh. Like, I feel like guys who are lacking in the pants department, they overcompensate in other areas of their life. They're usually extremely cocky, mm-hmm. and they feel like they have to present themselves in a way to let people know, well, I'm better than you. I have these capabilities, but I think it's because they just feel uncomfortable. It's like a Napoleon mm. penis complex. Okay, so listen. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Destiny, uh, in this room, who has the SDE, the small D energy, out of me and DJ I have no part of that. Come on, come okay, on, Destiny. Destiny. You're part of the family. Out of Charlamagne who in this God room is overcompensating? <laughs> who's got the SDE? Charlamagne, I really do. I love you. I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, little bit. She has not answered the question. Little bit. She could be setting this up to say, Charlamagne, I love you. Answer the Envy question. Envy clearly has the SDE. Shh. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm definitely, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not even going to respond. Go ahead. Come on, little bit. The way Envy carries himself is, reminds me a lot of my fiance. My fiance is not lacking in the pants department. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, <laughs> you little winter, 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 Okay, Mr. Me. Overcompensating. Okay, Destiny, I understand why you feel that way. <laughs> you said you weren't going to respond. <laughs> just, Thank you very much, Destiny. Thank you, we Destiny. Appreciate She's you. entitled to her opinion. Okay, I've okay, never claimed to have a big mind. penis. All right. I have a big penis in both of y'all. Seven inches, three, four, eight <laughs> yes, when it's warm. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's take one more one? caller. Yes. Hello, who's this? <laughs> he's still trying to come back. <laughs> hey, he's trying, he's trying. Adam. Adam. Coming in from the rear. <laughs> Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam, can you recognize BDE? Because <laughs> I need to ask yo, you a yo, question wait, if wait so. First of all, good morning. Good morning to all of you. Hey, Adam. Good morning. Hey, Adam. Uh, like Charlemagne and DJ Emmy, I'm a faithful member of the... Um, faithful black male so community, sir. It's a gated community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before I was, you know, the last thing that, that was on my mind was if my D was small enough or big enough because I came with the confidence that, you know, I I never had a female before tell me that my D wasn't big enough. So, Who I, says you know, that? It was, it, it's like when you when you uh, when you getting with getting it in with females, you know what I'm saying? 
they'll tell you like that's not big enough. That's no not- one is gonna say that's not big enough. That's a goddamn right. lie. No. So, so, bro, let me ask you a question, bro. Bro, bro, let me ask you a serious question, right? We just, we just go ghost. <laughs> now, Charlemagne, do you get big D energy from Charlemagne? Man, I, I'm hanging up. Uh, you know what? God bless you, Adam. I'm so happy for you, Adam. I'm so happy for you just moonwalking out of this conversation and not participating well, in this uh, Well, let's tally up what the listeners this had is... to say about Big D energy between Envy and Charlemagne. Listen, let's be clear. Every man... As a matter of fact, we're going to go to Twitter. We'll do a, a, a poll. And we're going to oh, see man. who has more BDE, Charlemagne or DJ. Oh, you guys could weigh in. I'm, I've never claimed to have a big penis. I'm telling you the measurements of my penis right now. Seven inches, three, four, <laughs> eight when it's warm out, three inches a girl. Charlemagne's trying to set it up in case he loses in the polls. <laughs> That's my penis size. Okay? I'm the, I'm the, when I was young, I used to think about things like a big penis. I ordered Magna RX pills out of the back of the Double <laughs> X magazine. I took the Magna RX pills. I was doing the little exercises where you grab your penis when it's flaccid and you stretch it out. I was doing all okay. of that. But your energy all is right. still the same. When you, but growing up, I don't care about that kind Aww. of thing. All right. What's the moral of the story, little man? The moral of the story is... You're still a the, nice guy. The moral of the story is, when it comes to your penis size, you have to remember the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change. Courage to... God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Even Courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. There's nothing you can do about your penis size. There's no surgeries we can do. Nothing. It is what it is. Oh, man. Right, Spoken like man. a guy without BDE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to talk about Will I Am. Found out how he lost 20 pounds, but he did. Also, Kendrick Lamar, you'll be excited to see him at Made in America. We'll tell you why. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. All right, let's, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk YG. It's about time. What's going on? The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, YG said he's going to be suing American Airlines. He said, F American Airlines, racist Fs, and I'm sober. Y'all racist F all y'all at American Air. Here's what he had to say on his on his Instagram. American Airlines on blood. They kicked me off the plane. They talking about I'm drunk. I'm sober than a motherfucker. Racist ass motherfucker. Ooh. I don't know what was going on, but when he was on The Breakfast Club, he did say he needs to go to rehab. Man, stop, man. He what? was joking. I mean, two things can be true, but <laughs> I, I mean, in that situation, I don't think so. And, and how did they know he was drunk? Was he acting belligerent on the plane or something? I have no idea. He didn't look in that clip like he was out of his mind drunk or anything like that, but I have no idea exactly what happened before he started filming. So I don't know, but he said he's going to be suing them. I don't know what happened to get you kicked off the airline like that. All right, Issa Rae is going to be hosting Rihanna's Diamond Ball, and Childish Gambino is going to perform. So it's always a big event. Have you guys ever gone? Of course not. No. <laughs> Why not? Have you well, you said, of course not. I'm not on that level to be at no Diamond Ball. Yes, you, all you have to do is buy a ticket. It's a charity How event. How much is it? I think they start at $250, but it's for charity. And you guys donate to charity. That's a lot charity. of money. I thought it was more than that, though. That's a I lot think that's where they money. start. That's a lot of money for a ticket. Something to, like that. To be in a room with a bunch of people that all I'm going to do is talk about the next day. Now, I'm not saying you'll get a seat anywhere. 
but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm not 100% sure where they start. I Googled it. That's what I saw. Can I wear a graphic t-shirt from Target there? No. Oh, I'm definitely not going to be. But they do have an auction, and just from the auction uh, portion of the event, her charity rose $840,000. Oh, well, drop on the clues bombs for Rihanna. That's always for a good cause, right? It's September 13th. It's in New York City, so there you go. And um, what it does benefit is the Clara Lionel Foundation, and it supports and funds groundbreaking and effective education, health, and emergency response programs around the world. That's dope. All right, Kendrick Lamar is going to be playing at Jay-Z's Made in America. Now, all we know right now is that it's going to be a very special set. I don't know what that means, but that's um, all we know. So if you guys are going to Made in America, Kendrick Lamar will be there alongside Nicki Minaj, Post Malone, Meek Mill, Diplo, Takashi, Pusha T, Miguel, Janelle Monae, Alessia Cara, Fat Joe, Daniel Caesar, Black Belly, Ty Dolla Sign, Rich the Kid. It's going to be crazy. Juice World, Black Boy, JB. Uh, little B will be there. Sawidi, ASAP 12. Are you guys going? Little Skies? No. No. Damn, y'all don't go to nothing. <laughs> you know this already. I don't even know why you be asking me. You what? know I ain't going. <laughs> but you will randomly go to something. I don't That's know. right, randomly. I went to Made in America last year. I actually had a really good time. So I would recommend it if you're able to go. All right, Will I Am said he lost 20 pounds. And how did he do that? He cut out meat. Now, we've been talking about this up here. And he said that he revamped his eating habits and he actually has been sleeping more. He said, I was eating bad, sleeping bad, no regimen. Uh, He said, I was going to sleep around five in the morning. I would argue with people like, all I need is like two hours a day. And uh, that's a cat nap, he said. And then I'm just ready to go. But he had all kinds of disorders. He said, starting with high blood pressure, his cholesterol, acid reflux, nasal drip, all kinds of diseases and things that were happening to him. So he said he went to his doctor and he said, hey, your high blood pressure is like you're 60 and your cholesterol, where heart disease, diabetes runs in your family, you should take control of that. So now he's doing a plant-based diet. He said it changed his life. His cholesterol is down. He has more energy and his sleep regimen is awesome. True. That's dope. Yeah, so no more processed foods, no more sugar. Really important things to take care of. Uh, when it comes to your body, right? All right, Taraji P. Henton, speaking of taking care of your body, she has created a foundation to honor her late father who battled mental health issues. So now she has launched the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, and it's going to provide scholarships to African-American students who are majoring in mental health, offer mental health services to youth in urban schools, and work to lower the recidivism rates of African-American men and women. Well, drop on the clues bombs with Taraji P. Henson. This is what I was discussing last night on my social media because I thought that was very, very dope because that's all I want to talk about nowadays is mental health, mental health, mental health. Okay, mental health is very important. Y'all know I go to therapy every day at 3 o'clock. Every Friday at 3 o'clock. Have you read her memoir, Around the Way Girl? She talks about her relationship with her father that was up and down. She said, my dad fought in the Vietnam War for our country, returned broken, and received little to no physical and emotional support. I stand now in his absence, committed to offering support to African Americans who face trauma daily simply because they are black. This is why I'm so happy that God touched my heart and told me to make my second book all about anxiety and PTSD and the mental health issues that I struggle with and going to therapy to deal with them all because I just feel like the energy is right to have these conversations. Right. And I cannot Since you don't have BDE, you might as well. Knock it off. <laughs> you know what I'm this, is, this is exactly why. My okay, this is why I suffer from anxiety. I have to worry about things like this. But no, I can't wait to go out on, on my book tour and have these conversations about mental health. So I salute Taraji P Henson for what she's doing. Drop on the clues about Taraji P Henson once again. In any way that you know, I can help uh, Taraji's foundation. I'm all in. All, all right. in. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever given donkey of the day to a nun. 
Ooh, but, like, I seen this nun. But there's a first time for everything. Mm-hmm. So it's a nun named Denise. Um, what's Denise's last name? Denise Woodrum. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her, please. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes, donkey today for Tuesday, August 14th goes to a nun named Denise Marie Woodrum. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, Charlemagne, you are going to hell for giving a nun donkey today. Well, you have to know your Uncle Charlotte is smarter than that. I would not be seeking no smoke with a woman of the cloth unless I had a valid reason. Now, Denise is 51 years old, and she's a nun from Missouri. She is a sister of the adorers of the blood of Christ, and she met a special someone online. Now, I don't think I've ever met a nun in real life, but I didn't know nuns could be online. Okay, in my mind, nuns don't get involved with worldly things like social media and dating websites, and I damn sure wouldn't think a nun would be online seeking a date, but it would make sense for a nun to be on ChristianMingle.com. But that's not the site this nun was on, but uh, on whatever site she was on, she met a man named Hendrick Cornelius. Now, let me give you a little more backstory on this nun named Denise. She was coming out of a failed marriage. She had major health problems that led to crippling bills, so she is ripe for the picking if some man wanted to prey on her misery. It is a lot of men out there who specialize in women who are going through things like Denise. Okay, women who are insecure, vulnerable. A man will swoop in and prey on her need to believe in something to get her to do his bidding. And that's what Cornelius did to this poor nun. Now, I'm one of those weird people who still believe in God. So there's certain things that I'm just not doing. And even if I was still in the game and not a member of the Faithful Black Male Association, I don't think I could manipulate a nun. Mm. I would be too scared of what God's wrath would look like for playing with a woman of the cloth like that. But Hendrick Cornelius don't have that kind of conscience. This man is soulless. Okay, see, Hendrick, in the words of Denise's lawyer, groomed her to provide financial gain. Now, they never met each other. But she's a nun, so she has faith. That's what faith is. Faith is to believe what you do not see. And Denise did not see Cornelius. But she still would text him things like, can you promise you will never leave me? You are my only and first true family. I thought your nun sisters would be your only and first true family. And if you believed in God the way you believed in Cornelius, you would never have to ask God to promise to never leave you. But who am I to judge? But let me tell you how the devil works. See, in January, Denise pled guilty. This is a nun, mind you. She pled guilty to importing a commercial quantity of a border-controlled drug. You know what that drug was? What? Denise, a nun, smuggled two pounds of cocaine into Australia using her high heels. I need to talk to a nun immediately because I'm confused on what I thought nun life was about. Is this nun life in 2018 where you can be online getting dates uh, possessing high heels and drug smuggling? Well, those heels aren't that high in, in defense of the heels. They're not? I don't know if you saw them. No, I didn't see them. Yeah, they're more like, even smaller than kitten heels. Oh, so they're not like sexy heels. No, not at all. No. Uh, if you have a boat TV, you can see the shoes, actually. Oh, yeah. there they go. Yeah, it's like a okay. small, all right. chunky heel. All right. Well, first of all, stuffing two pounds of cocaine into your heels definitely will make your heels high. And how big are these heels? 
that you could stuff two pounds of cocaine into them. If you're watching Revolt TV, you can answer that question for yourself, all right? Uh, but the reason Denise is getting donkey today is not because she got duped, all right? She had to know that was going to happen because she was submitting her will to the devil and not God. But the reason she's getting donkey today because her lies are terrible. <laughs> and I would expect the nun's lies to be terrible. But she told police that she had no idea she was smuggling cocaine. She thought she was smuggling artifacts. What? Yes, artifacts. Isn't that lying? <sighs> Denise, stop it. All right. What did you think this white powdery substance was? Manna? Huh? You know what manna is, right? The substance miraculously supplied as food to the Israelites in the wilderness in the Bible. Now, the reason I am positive she lied about knowing she was smuggling cocaine because when she got stopped by airport security <laughs> and the hills in her bag tested positive for cocaine, her reply to them was, how much did you find? <laughs> I repeat, Denise was told the hills tested positive for cocaine, and she replied, how much did you find? Mm. At least she was honest. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please give Denise Woodrum the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the Yes, destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. And Thank you for that donkey today. Sometimes stupid things happen to you just because you make poor choices. You know how they say, mm -hmm. oh, you know, God got a plan for everything. I'm sure that's what Denise is thinking right now. God has nothing to do with this, Denise. This mm -mm -mm. is right. all the devil. Now, when we come back, Latham Thomas will be joining us. Go, Latham Thomas is. Yes. Uh, she has a book out about owning your glow, and she's a doula. And by the way, you can go to mamaglow.com. That's her website. She's named one of Oprah's Super Soul 100. Uh, she's talking about the black maternal health crisis, and she actually can help you get your doula training as well. So women all over the U.S. and six continents, you can get a doula for your birth. And if you don't know what okay. a doula is, you're going to learn all about that as we talk to Latham Thomas. And I was glad that she came because my, you know, my, my wife is expecting our third child next month and she had I thought, a what? I thought you was going to get me to deliver the baby. Man, if you don't shut up sometime. <laughs> and um, she had a C-section for our second child. Right. And she has a scheduled C-section next month but I don't want them cutting my baby over again. And You, talk you know I did this five times so I can do it. Well, we need, a, we need a doula, not a fooler. Did your wife have C-sections? Yeah. Nope. No, see, that's what I'm saying. You don't have no, you, you can't talk, you can't uh, help me with this one. <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back, we'll be kicking it with Lathan Thompson so, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Latham Thomas. Hey. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, you all. I listen to you every morning. I'm so grateful to be here and have this pivotal discussion with you. So thank, thank you. you. So now, are you a doctor? I am not a doctor. Okay. I am a doula. doula. I'm a women's wellness expert and an author. My real focus is to help women reclaim their bodies as sacred mm -hmm. and um, to own their glow, right? Mm -hmm. So um, part of that is um, through the work that I do with delivering babies, which is as a emotional support, as a doula, really, and physical support for people. So it's not what the doctor does, but, you know, the doctor comes in to, like, catch the baby, mm -hmm. but I do everything else leading up to that. 
Gotcha. It's like a producer for your birth. Gotcha. You, were there, you, know I mean? you were there with gotcha. uh, DJ Khaled when I Asad was. was born. Yes, on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> which Nicole, by the way, did not want. Right. So um, that was a little bit like frustrating to have to navigate that. But I think it was a beautiful lesson for the world because many people did not have it ever seen a birth. And so that was the first experience for a lot of people to see a beautiful birth like that unfold. And I think that's a powerful teaching lesson, you know? So it was, there was, you know, upside for that. Right? As a woman, though, wouldn't you tell Cali Cali? This ain't about you, bro. All right, make things as comfortable for Nicole yes. as possible. Yes, but I think, you know, he had been talking about it that he was going to do that for a long mm -hmm. time. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, and I think now they've softened into, like, that's part of their life, you know? Yeah, because like, she used to it. be very irritated every time you put the camera on her. And yes. She's realizing now it's just part of being... It's part of who they are. That's, that's so uncomfortable for a lady, though. You laying there, you got your legs open. But it's a very you natural thing, yourself, too. Like, But, you know, when you're in the throes of labor, mm -hmm. as, as you probably know, you know, having experienced it with your wife... Um, you're not as focused. You go into this zone. You know what I mean? So you're not really considering what's happening in the room around you at that point. Yeah. Because at a certain point, birth becomes a meditation, a mm -hmm. trance. So you kind of shut out all the things that are happening around you. And so, like, nobody's thinking about, like, is there an intern in the room? Are there, like, nurses walking in and out? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At that point. But I think leading up to that, you really have to set the tone for women to feel safety, security, and a sense of real belonging. And if we're able to create that, which is what I do then she can kind of get into that space of, you know, being really connected to her body and out of her head, so to speak. Like, if people always ask for an epidural, right? They'd be like, oh, I don't want to get an epidural, but then they're in so much pain, sometimes women are like, okay, give it to me. That's what I'm saying. Are there, are there benefits to natural childbirth? Yes. So it's interesting because the epidural, when we think about, when we think about pain, there's so many aspects of our lives where we experience pain and then where we tolerate it for like for beauty for all kinds of things right we'll mm -hmm. tolerate pain and then we don't ever think about the the idea of experience it experiencing it and going through it for for childbirth and it's actually like a rite of passage right and also the pain informs the body of what's happening and so there's a there's a biofeedback that's mm -hmm. happening with the mother and the baby with with sensation right and so the, the way that we can lower the intensity of pain is keeping a mother comfortable, keeping her out of a fear state because there's something called a fear tension pain cycle. So if you feel tension, that's going to spark fear and then create more pain in the body. So if you can start to like, you, you can start off making a woman feel safe, secure, like she's, you know, in a bubble of love, mm -hmm. you know, she, she'll have um, a lower, a lower sensation of pain. But even if she's experiencing that, there's so many measures that we can do with her to keep her comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so we use all of the natural things that we can. And then epidural is there as, as an option, but it's not like the first line of defense. Right. It's like something that we use and we try to use it way further out because, yeah, it does pass, you know, the, the drug, any drugs that you experience in the labor do cross the blood placental barrier, which means that the baby does get contact with them. So you want to mm -hmm. minimize that. So that's probably why you were able to walk out because you didn't have to get an epidural. And right. I would assume you're groggy for a long time. Yes. And then you also, like, because of what happens, it's like a numbing, right? So it goes inside of the epidural shaft in the, in the spine. So what happens is, like, your whole lower body feels numb. So can you imagine like that you can't get out of the bed? Like it makes it uncomfortable because you want to move around in labor, right? It's like you want to move your body. Like a lot of women say, I want to twerk my baby out. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't do that. that sounds if you I was going to say you walk around the room and stuff. You can walk around yeah. the room. Yeah. So it's it's much easier, you know, to have access to like the water, to to movement. Um, a lot of women, too, that I ask women to pack um, uh, vibrators because you know, pain and pleasure run concurrently. But really? if you're, yes. And so if you can like have a mom go in the bathroom, turn the lights out, 
have her vibrator have put her music. Yes. That that helps really? to that helps to mitigate the pain too. That's why, amazing. Why are black mothers in the US dying during childbirth more than three times the rate of white women? So this is, I'm so glad that you asked that. And it's a really, we're in a crisis. Actually, the CDC has said that black women are in a state of emergency. We don't think about, there's like a lot of invisible factors that come into play. There's things like um, preeclampsia, which is um, high blood pressure, which happens, I know uh, last week, or I think it was a week before, um, Beyonce had announced in her Vogue article Mm -hmm. that she had preeclampsia and ended up with high blood pressure, had to have an emergency C-section for her twins. Uh, Serena Williams had talked about having nodules on her on her lungs or something like that, like clots and stuff. And so she ended up having um, a C-section, but it led to her getting the clots. And so these are two powerful, powerful women who have all of the money and resources in the world. You would think that they would be protected and they weren't. Right. And then we have women who don't have the money and access that are victims of systemic racism, of being in a system whereby, you know, doctors, if you go to a hospital, it's already steeped in the culture of supremacy, right? It's already like, we're better than you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And even though there's beautiful doctors who work very well with us and with their clients, there's still, the culture is one of like, we know everything, let us handle it, right? And so in many cases, black women aren't getting the care that they should and they're not getting, even in their appointments, they may get all their prenatal appointments, but the doctors aren't really connecting with them. So there's a cultural barrier And there's also this incidence of not identifying some of these illnesses that people have until the baby comes. And then when those things happen, sometimes the mother might not die during childbirth, but within the first year of postpartum, that still counts as maternal mortality. Mm -hmm. Just like in the first year of life, it does count for infant mortality. So we look at um, that as well as when a mother gets so she's so injured by the process that she can't live a normal life afterwards, then that also counts. So we, we need to really reform a system and have adequate support for women, which is why doulas are so important because they help as like soldiers on the front line to protect these women. And they also know how to navigate the process and how to navigate the hospital setting. And that's really important for women, especially for, for women of color who, if you speak a different language, if you're, you know, under-resourced, if you have a certain insurance, because the first thing they ask you when you call, right, what's your name, what's your insurance? Mm -hmm. And then they can categorize you of how they want to treat you sometimes. And it's important to ask questions, too. A lot of times we go to the doctor and just listen to what they say and don't question things. Like, a lot of times doctors will tell you to get a hysterectomy, right? And I've heard this happen on so many different occasions for women who have fibroids or Mm -hmm. they feel like they might have cervical cancer, and then the doctor recommends that you get a hysterectomy, and they actually really try to push that when you don't really have to. Right. And once you get a hysterectomy, you can't have kids anymore after that. Well, think about the benefit for them, right? Like a surgery, like having a surgical procedure is more money for them. Like the insurance company, you know, like that's that's where the racket is. If they could say to you, oh, we can modify your diet, you could cut out dairy, you could do a lot more things to manage your stress. If we looked at that first and had people look at their diet and lifestyle, then like the, the hospitals wouldn't be in business in that right. way, right? I think that the like the first thing you come in, they're saying to you, let's like remove your uterus. Nobody ever says to the you know a man he comes in, he's like, oh well, I have a problem. Well, let's take off your testicles. Like nobody, <laughs> right. nobody is gonna say that, you know, because also the uterus is a very powerful player in pleasure for women. So when you think about 
it's not just a useless organ if it's not have if it doesn't you know hold a baby it's also powerful for our pleasure for orgasm so you know if you have to take it let's take it because it's like there's a medical reason to do so not because like it's inconvenient all right we have more with latham thomas when we come back she delivered the babies of Khaled, also alicia keys so keep it locked it's the breakfast club good morning Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Latham Thomas in the building. She delivered the babies of Alicia Keys with Speeds, Khaled, and more. Charlemagne. You asked me earlier that I want to have another a child because I'm, I'm having another girl. Yeah. And yes, I want a boy, but it's not worth it to me because I see those mortality rates of all these black women dying during childbirth. And my, my wife's last pregnancy, she developed a... What's it called? Something diabetes. Just Gestational diabetes. Yeah. yeah. And she ended up having to have an emergency C-section a month early. Mm-hmm. And so now we have a scheduled C-section for the next child. So I'm like, it's not worth it to me. Like, you know, I, I just, I would rather stay away from it altogether. See, that's the thing that is sad to me, right? Because people then say, like, I feel like I don't have hope. This entire, if we can think about the landscape that we're in, you know, when we arrived on these shores in like the 1600s, the first black granny midwives arrived and they carried with them in their hair seed from the motherland that ended up in the soils here so that we would have our medicine here. They delivered not only their babies, they delivered the master's babies. They even took care of the master when there was no doctor around. And these were women who birthed this entire nation, who breastfed and wet nursed this entire nation. And these are this is the legacy that we come from. So we know intuitively how to give birth. We know also how to take care of our bodies. We just have to reconnect with, with our medicine, mm-hmm. our ancestral traditions. And we also have to know that like we deserve support during childbirth. Like nobody should be walking around thinking like, oh my God, something bad is gonna happen. We should actually have the support so that we can work through the, the trauma, through the fear. And that's part of the, the work that a doula does too, is to make sure that we address any triggers, any fears, any anxieties, so that you can overcome and work through that so that when you get to the showtime, like the labor, mm-hmm. that you feel you like... Said, you said you delivered Swizz and Alicia's baby. Yeah, you said showtime. Which, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so when you get to that, though, that you feel at ease, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that you... There's a lot of things that we can use that are mindfulness tools like meditation and, um, and do yoga and, like, connect with the body. And all of these tools, by the way, are like belong to us like we think like i see people will be like oh well you know that's for white people or that's for this no it's for all of us in fact like even with acupuncture that's a huge part of what we you know have mothers do acupuncture was really introduced in the u.s by the black panthers you know like that's how even though like it's a chinese you know chinese medicine they brought it here and made it like accessible to the people so we have to start using these tools to kind of help us manage the stress and the anxiety and also the fear that we have around what we see happening around us and know that it's possible to have a different outcome. And most of the time it is like that we have, you know, beautiful births and they go the way we want. But there is staggering information that shows us that like if we don't have the support, if we don't address like this critical issue nationwide, mm-hmm. that we are going to see a health trajectory that does not look good. So if we can right now, I think, concentrate our energy on getting our politicians on board with this, really making sure that in our communities and also with our doctors and find out, like, what are you doing to protect black women in birth? You know, like ask the practitioners because you can know right away if these are people who you want to be delivering your baby with, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's what you mean when you say you you want to help women reclaim childbirth. I want women to reclaim their bodies as sacred because everything in culture turns us away from our bodies like tells us not to listen to our bodies like you could take 
you know, a pill to modulate every function in your body. Mm. So to me, it's like we're taught to not feel, which is why, like, when you talk about the epidural, that's, you know, it's disconnecting from feeling. But, you know, birth is like a rite of passage. And so, you know, yes, I'm thankful that we have the epidural in, in an emergency situation or when it, in a situation where it's a compassionate choice for a mother. But in many cases, it's like, oh, well, you don't have to go through this. It's like, no, this is a process. And right. on the other side of that, I know that mothers feel a certain satisfaction when they come on the other side of anybody who goes through something that's like heroic. On the other side of it, you have something that you didn't have when you started. And so to me, that's like the blessing is to to go through. And the only way out is to go in. Mm -hmm. And so if we go through that process and not to say like, you know, to deny yourself if you need something, but to see like to push the threshold and see how far you can go. And then if you need it, it's fine. It's there. But you but many cases, women don't. They just really need support. And that doesn't exist in our culture. Like we don't support women. Right. You know what I mean? Because sometimes people will be like, I'm getting an epidural. I don't care. They don't even know if they're going to need it. They don't even know if they're in pain. You know, like mm -hmm. I've had I've had women who didn't even realize that they were at the like at the very end. Right. Like they were like, oh, wait, I'm that dilated. Like I could push soon. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, they, they, deliver her baby right in the um, remember her and Iman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, the, in the tub, right at home. So, yeah. So sometimes you don't even realize. But I think, again, if we could shift the culture around pain mm -hmm. and start to think about like, no, this is like every contraction is me getting closer to meeting my baby. Like each time my body contracts, like I'm also pushing, you know, fluid out of the baby's lungs, pumping the lungs so that the baby can breathe when it gets here. Like there's all kinds of ways we can really envision. And there's tool we have these mindfulness tools so that we can transcend pain also. Now, Lathan, to backtrack for a second, you talked about your ancestors and seeing them yeah. while you were giving birth. Can you just delve into that a little more, what that experience was like? Oh, my God. So I don't cry up in here. Um, so what it was like was, um, so I was at that place, Elizabeth Seton, like I said, right on 14th and, um, my water broke. Actually, this is the most exciting part was that my water broke at 1230 at night. And so then like, I think like nine hours later or so, um, yeah, like around 9am we rolled up. I took a shower like at six in the morning. I just stayed by myself. And then around nine, I was like, I couldn't talk. Like it was just taking over my body. And so then we got there, I got in the room. It was dark. There was a tub. I was in the tub. And so then at the very end, though, my son's cord was wrapped around his shoulder like a backpack. And so as he was coming down, his his heart rate was decelerating. Um, and so they asked me to get out of the, the tub and, and get in the bed and like squat him out or whatever. And that's when I felt this like horseshoe shape around me. And I looked up and then I saw like and this is before Black Panther, by the way, I saw like this looking down on me like these ancestors cloaked. I didn't recognize the faces, but there was like this soul recognition. Are you from the Bronx? I am not from the Bronx. Okay, just making sure. Just making no. No, exactly, right? <laughs> but um but it was just like this and I and I and I looked up, I was like, I want to be up there. And I felt myself ascend out of my body and I could see the whole process unfolding. Wow. I've heard that before. It happens. Yeah. And so then everybody was, I was saying things and they were like looking around like, what is she talking about? Because she can't possibly see this from where she is. And so all I have to say is like that experience and people who wow. are in the room remember it. So that alone to me was like, whoa, you have this out of body experience. And it's also connected with neurochemicals like DMT, which is called the God chemical. And you can still have like an amazing birth. I'm not saying that everybody has to not use drugs or whatever. What I'm saying though, is that there is something that, um, people are denying us when they just say, oh, you don't have to go through this. Like, you don't have to put yourself through the pain. There's something on the other side of that if we can be supported 
and if we could feel safe. And the main things that women need to give birth are a feeling of safety, security, and not being watched, not being observed. Speaking, speaking of sex, I didn't know uh, sex while pregnant helps lower blood pressure and helps you to sleep better. Yes, sex while pregnant is amazing. Sex is that when you're not even pregnant. No, I, I, hey. know, I know sex while pregnant is amazing, but I didn't know it had actual health benefits. Yes, it has health benefits. It also, you know, can um, prostaglandins, which are in semen, naturally ripen the cervix, which means it helps to um, initiate labor. So when it's time to initiate labor, semen deposits against the cervix will soften it right on up so that the baby can come down. It's like a lubricant kind of. It's so guys, like stop a, being afraid to have sex. Yes, when and the pregnant. baby does oh, not. Yeah, it's not like it's not an issue for the baby. Um, <laughs> the, the baby feels rocking and movement all the time. So there's nothing. So it's fine. It's not going to touch the baby. It's not touching. Please, <laughs> guys, wish. No, it's not touching the baby. It's not at all touching the baby. But um, yeah, it's definitely healthy for that. It helps um, lower the blood pressure, but also like relaxation, right? Stress management, which is so important for women to feel like no stress, mm -hmm. right? So like, yes, definitely sex. And if she doesn't want to you know, have penetration because a lot of women don't at a certain time. Like, the, you know, there's a lot of movement and the, the body changes so much. So, you know, there's other things you can do. Make your jaw work. Yes. Hey. Yeah, get <laughs> it, it, it popping. <laughs> the name of the book is Own Your Glow. What is it about pregnancy that gives women that glow, especially around the eight, eighth month? So, again, frame. that's hormones um, that, you know, help to create basically like a natural makeup. For women, mm. um, progesterone, estrogen, mostly progesterone. And um, yeah, and it also softens up the ligaments, makes the body more, um, you know, soft and, and supple and open and receptive, right? And that's the same That's the same thing that it does for the for the skin. All right. My right. yeah. name is Latham Thomas, the book Own Your Glow. Well, the book is out right now. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Hello. let's get to the... Let Hello. me see who's winning in this poll between Envy and Charlemagne. What's the poll, though? You ain't telling people what the poll is. Who has more big D energy, Charlemagne or Envy? Come on now. I've seen those stats because they, they glimpsed across my timeline for a second. What are the stats looking like? Now, you tell me. I can't tell because I, I can't humble. vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm humble. Oh, now you can't vote. No, because I well, really let's get to the rumors. Nah, let's, let's not even talk about it. Let's get somebody, to the rumors. Somebody post the stats for me, please. Okay. No, that's all right. I'll get it to the end of the rumors. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ursha. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Usher has one month to hand over his medical records and all the information about his doctors, <laughs> treatments, and insurance so information. Wrong. Why? Why? Why else you got to do this? Well, there's an anonymous man who says that Usher exposed him to herpes during a sexual encounter at a spa. So that man wants to use this information as part of his prep for their trial. And he's also like being sued by two women. One of them is Quantasia Sharpton. I don't like this. Who says that Usher exposed to herpes after they had sex following his concert in Atlantic City. So now, this the case is supposed to, for um, the trial is starting in February. Now, first of all, what if, you know, Usher is gay? Right? This is no way for him to be outed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's his business. Like, why Why? Why this got to be public? Well, because if you gave him herpes, I mean, it's kind of your own fault. This is sad, man. Drop on the clues bombs for Usher. You can't pick and choose. I don't believe it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm but don't I don't you, know, believe, you don't believe, I don't believe he has believe herpes? It. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything. I'm just screaming I don't believe it because I just don't know what I believe anymore. So about then how life. do you not believe it? I don't. You I'm, just don't Do you know. believe it? 
No, I, I just don't know. I, don't I have know. no I idea. Don't, I don't but I, I guess we it. can find out. I if his medical it. records show that he had no idea that he had it or that he doesn't have it, then he's in the, the clear. Thing. That's all. Awesome. Submit your medical Here, records. Here's the thing. Nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. It's way more entertaining than say Usher got herpes. What's entertaining about that? I, First of all, somebody in this room has it according to statistics. I ain't, I don't, I've, never okay. had, I've never had an STD so, in my life. I, guess I, what? I a lot of people who listen to this show have it. It's okay. They're going to live what is fine it? One, lives. One, what is it? One in three matter. people. One in three? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's... One, two, three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I pointed at our camera. Anyway, my point is that it's a common thing. We shouldn't shun people, but you do have to let people know. That's the whole thing. I mean, listen, that's a whole new fan base you could tap into. It's tens of millions of people in America oh, with herpes. Type A and type B. Okay, you could make a... You could, you could cater right to that fan base and win. Right. I mean, we've all seen people with a bump on their lip. That's there you go. A herpes sore. A it concert is, full mean, of people with bumps. Yeah. All right. Okay, call now it the let's outbreak. talk about... Yo, Usher. Yo, stop you it. You could really do this. You could call your toy the Outbreak, B. Remix Let It Burn. Ooh, <laughs> drop one of Clues Bombs, I'm telling you. I'm not playing this game. They call me U-S-H-E-R-P-E-S. All right, now let's talk about Nicki Minaj. She was on Stephen Colbert, and she did a freestyle for Barbie Dreams. Check it out. I might Stephen after the show. He's going to come back to work with a magical glow. But when you see us, please... Don't stare. Just address me as Queen Nikki Colbert. All right, all right. And then she also had this to say about perhaps, you know, is he dating anyone? Are you married? What? Are you married? (laughs) Why? Why? uh, why, uh, Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. am. I'm married. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to her. Okay. Absolutely. Shout out to you, darling. All that's cute, but what about Self not playing our records no more? All right, well, let's get into that. (laughs) Nicki Minaj and DJ Self, yesterday they had some issues with each other. I don't know exactly what happened because we weren't here. But Nicki Minaj uh, tweeted out, he's mad because I refuse to give him a drop or a hug. He was just up there dissing the bitch thinking that would make me F with him. LMAO, joke's on you once again, dummy. Pass up on your mail ticket. Now you get crumbs from her table. You're a reality TV hoe. Used to be a respected DJ. Who was the bitch that he was dissing? I don't like when people call women to be work. But why? Who was he talking about? Uh, I don't know. I, listen, I have no idea. What who's, happened? Who's the meal ticket? Did, who talked to Self? Did one of you guys I talk it was to Cardi. Self? I, I, talk I spoke to Self. But I don't know if I, I can't. I don't. Self told Cardi me. Cardi just had a baby. Let's leave her I out know. of this. Self told me Nikki spazzed on him because he said Cardi's album was better. That's what Self told me. Right. And then yeah, she, that's what he said on she posted, Where my hug face ass and where dissing another female rapper won't make me like you. You hold no weight in this city. And where look at your roster. I did clue show and he was up there looking like a sad kid asking for a job trying to get a <laughs> hug. I won't give you a job. You're not a DJ, ho. When she mean roster, she mean Gwen and Entertainment, right? Gwen and Entertainment, right. I don't know why she bombing on Gwen and like Gwen and don't got hitters. But then she said, Why Stop. you wait till I leave? I got some hungry and where's with me, bitch. I'll be back tomorrow. You was just dissing her, LOL. You will remain bitter and broke. Looking for scraps at VH1. You love my album and just said how it's the best thing ever. You hoes way too emotional. I'm a- glad I ain't give your hoe ass no drop and no hug. Now I heard a threat in there. Now that's, that's the only problem. A, a little threat. threat. A little now, threat. Now, 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 Nikki, you got I got a- some hungry. Yeah, that's the threat. I don't like the threat. You got a good album, right? Nikki got a good album. I like Nikki's album. You can't threaten mm. the DJs. No. Then the DJs will stop playing your record. Now let's hear how DJ yeah. Self responded. He said, well, there you have it. I never asked for a hug or a drop. Truth is, I said hi. She said hi back. <laughs> Truth is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not never funny. It's serious, guy. <laughs> 
Never knew she had an issue with me. We only speak when she has a project dropping. So by that, I know what my relation is with her. Clue asked her to do a drop for DJ Self, and she declined, which I wasn't in the room. Why was she not? I have no clue. <laughs> what does Mariah Lynn have? What does Mariah Lynn, the boss chick, have to say about all this, though? Oh, she all was right. pissed off. Well, Mariah Lynn did Ma- jump. Mariah in. Lynn came and with by this mayonnaise flavored smoke. Can you stop clapping your hands, Charlamagne? It's distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Lynn actually had to change her phone number after all this because Why? she posted, Nicki Minaj, what type of whole time you want? Crazy how you disrespecting a man who has helped so many people to advance and elevate their career, but I can't think of one single person that you have. I've heard stories from Safari, but now I see for myself, you a real-life corny-ass bitch. The same way you said if Jersey say get her, well, self don't even got to say that. I'm always on go for him. Gwinning. Woo! Well, no, she didn't say Gwinning, but... Oh. <laughs> That was good. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was a good, good comeback. Top of the cool from Mariah ready to bring the smoke. All right. But then what, she started you... getting some threats, and she posted them. Mariah Lynn? Yes. People, she had to change her number. People were like, you're retarded. How many times did she get called white girl? I know she got called white girl a million times. So you want to talk reckless? So this would crack due to loving hip-hop bitches? Oh. All right. Oh did you snort? Did you snort? <laughs> This guy's I missed all of this last night, man. I didn't see none of this good smoke last night. Well, I hope nah, I give you I a just, nice play-by-play. I just don't like the threat. Like, like you know, you know, Nikki can have an opinion on self. Self can have his opinion on Nikki. But when you start saying, I got hungry N-words that's going to come up there, nah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the problem. That. So, so all the, are, all the, that's the problem. are all the DJs going to form like Voltron and stop playing our records? I don't want y'all to Absolutely. do Absolutely. I'm going to have a conversation oh, with oh, Self oh, first. I'm going to have a conversation with Self. Absolutely. They being honest on the microphone. you from Queens. I don't care. You don't threaten no DJ over over his opinion. Now, if, if if Self says something foul and disrespectful, then yeah, it's all good, but not over his opinion. If his opinion is this and then all of a sudden you're going to send somebody to come see him, nah. But I'm going to have a conversation with Self today because I'm, I'm hoping Nikki didn't mean it that way. And, and knowing Nikki, I don't think she meant it that way. But if she meant it that way, you damn right. And every DJ on this station better stop playing. Oh, <laughs> You don't come at you don't come at you don't come at one of my own and talk about you gonna come see him because of his opinion. If it's something else, then yeah, I get it, but not his opinion. Nah, mm-mm, nah. All right, mm-mm. well, uh, let's play the song "Come See About Me." Then. Well, I, well, listen, I just want to salute Magic Johnson today because today is his birthday. <laughs> Where did that? All right, happy and birthday, Magic. I'm just Johnson. saying, and people love to mention him as the greatest, and M- people don't like to talk about him as one of the greatest NBA players of all time. And you know, he's got nine NBA Finals, and he won five of them, and he played one on one against HIV and beat that too. So drop on the clues, bombs from Magic Johnson. All right. He looks healthier than all of us. All right. Well, thank you. That's your rumor report. Yes. Just wanted to, you know, break the monotony. Okay. Change, break We're the trying ice. to wrap right. you up, Charlamagne. I know. I'm just trying to change this. Shut- I, I don't want to end on that negative note. Shut it up. That's not negative. Oh, you coming negative. back in for more. Nothing negative back about that. I don't, I don't think Nikki would go that way, but if she did and said uh, that threat, then... Nah, We're wrapping it up, guys. Not over an opinion. But we're going to talk to Self first. I'm going to see how Self feels. Self might feel differently. If he feels differently, then cool, but gonna that's you. any DJ All on right. the station or any of the stations that I'm on. I would just encourage y'all to stay in your ground. Can we play some music? Can we get into right. the People's Choice Mix? Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. The People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's what go. What do the people want to hear?